the Yummy Leaf Podcast. Um, I'm Anne. My Twitter handle is at Chelmarner. Um, I've been a fan of the Leafs and hockey in general for about like three years, I'd say. Um, I was a big Blackhawks fan before I was like a Leafs fan. I became a Leafs fan at the end of last season. So just in time to see the Leafs lose in seven games to the Boston Bruins. Oh. <laughs> um, and then again this season. Uh, my favorite Leaf is, um, unfortunately, Garrett Sparks. My favorite non-Leaf <laughs> is Connor Carrick of the New Jersey Devils. And a non-hockey fact about me is that I have two older sisters. Why didn't I know that? I feel like I should have known that. <laughs> okay, who should go next? Should I go next? Yeah. Okay, so I'm Zoe. My Twitter handle is Floyd's Doors. It has nothing to do with hockey. Um, I've been, I've been a fan of the Leafs. Well, okay, so like, I live in Toronto, so I kind of grew up around them, um, my whole life. But I really got into them the year that Austin was drafted. So like 2016, I think it was. That's when I started getting really into hockey. Um, I don't follow any other teams. My favorite player on the lease is Miss Mitchell, Mitchell Marner. <laughs> and not on the Leafs, um, I'd probably have to say Carter Hart is my favorite player. And one non-hockey fact about me is that I am a big music nerd. I never shut up about it, ever. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, I'll go next. My name is Sophia, but I go by Soph. And my Twitter handle is W Nylanders. Um, I've been a fan of hockey basically since I was born. I'm in like a big hockey family. Everyone plays. We all watch it. So it's kind of born into it. Um, I started off growing up as a Red Wings fan because my family was always from Detroit. Um, And I've been a Leafs fan since the 2017 playoff run, which is when I really started watching hockey like a lot more often and following the NHL a lot closer and a fan of any other teams. I'm a big Red Wings fan. And then I'd say I'm a Nashville Predators supporter. I don't have as much time to follow them necessarily, but um, I've been a like fan of them since I was pretty young. Um, My favorite leaf is my twin, William Nylander. And my favorite non-leaf is probably Dylan Larkin. And a non-hockey fact about me is I am really good at jump rope. Wow, that's a talent like, I didn't know you had. Like, how, like, did you ever, like, compete I d- with it? Descri- or something? <laughs> no, um, last year, <laughs> for my hockey team last year, our warm-up, our, like, first thing we were supposed to do was jump roping. And I just got really good at it all of a sudden. And so every game, my coach would give me a new jump roping skill to work on and I can do 30 backwards crosses wow. in a row, which is my my it's it's going on my resume like it's gonna be the first thing on my resume when I inevitably write it okay I guess I'm last I'm <laughs> Becca um my Twitter handle is Leafs and Stars um and by that obviously you know that I'm a Leafs and a Stars fan um I've been a fan of hockey since I was little I played Um, hockey and I grew up about an hour and a half from Toronto and my family is a huge Leaf family so I've been a fan my entire life Um, I really really got into it and actually 
like started paying attention more. Um, probably around when Austin got drafted. Um, my favorite Leaf is like Soph, uh, William Nylander, but Morgan Riley follows very close behind. And my non-Leaf favorite player would probably be either Jeff Skinner or Colton Pareko. And a non-hockey fact about me is I'm actually the oldest um, member of Yummy Leaf, You're which group means chat I'm, mom. yeah, I'm the group chat mom. <laughs> and um, with that, I actually am like super obsessed with um, tattoos. So my actual fact is that I have 12 tattoos and counting right now. You have 12. I didn't know you had that many. Yeah, I have a half sleeve right now. <laughs> oh, wow. Austin Matthews who? <laughs> I know. <laughs> we're competing at this point? Yeah. Okay, so um, speaking of Austin Matthews, we're going to transition this into the Leafs and what the Leafs are doing this off season. So for those of you who don't know, the Leafs just signed um, KHL and I don't think the other one is from the KHL, but one um, – new player that they've drafted or that they've signed is Ilya Mehyev and the other is Timu Kivihom. So we're just going to talk a little bit about those two and what we think they're going to bring to the Leafs next season. I actually haven't gotten around to like watching their highlights. I haven't had time. So do any of yeah. you guys know, like, what are they, do they look good? Um, I read a few things about Timu is a defenseman and, um, Ilya is a forward, and I'm pretty sure that he's a right or a left-handed defenseman. How do we think they're going to fit into like the lineup? So, like, do we think they'll start the season on the Leafs, or will they make it just to the Marlies? Like, which? Well, I think it depends. Think? I think it depends on the moves that they make during the off season too, because like we don't know. We don't yeah. know if anyone's getting traded. We don't know if like. Yeah. We don't know what's happening, so I don't think. Yeah, it's hard to yeah. it's hard to say at this point because I feel like there might be some some not big changes but significant ones. Yeah, I, I th- think I think definitely Timo may like may start with the Leafs. I think just because he might be like a fourth liner kind of, mostly because Tyler Ennis's contract is up, so he may take that place. Um, oh, yeah, but I forgot about that. you never know. He may start with the Marlies and then get called up. Yeah, Rip Enzo. Do you think? Yeah. I think if oh. they were to, <laughs> I was gonna oh. say like. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. So you don't think we? Do you don't think we're gonna re-sign Ennis? I mean, we could. I hope, but I think he made his value too high, and I don't think they can. No, like if him. he takes a team-friendly deal, I guess that's basically what we're going off of right now with our cap situation. It's basically like hoping people take yeah team-friendly deals, <laughs> which is kind of like yeah. And I also think with the re- the rehabilitation staff that the Leafs have, he was really able to get through all the injuries he had and come out better rather than worse, which I think is something that he really enjoyed. Yeah, I noticed that too. So that might be a draw for him. I to noticed stay. that too. He was he came back from the injury and was actually playing like really well. Like I was really impressed yeah. with him during the playoffs as well. And it was a brutal injury too. Like breaking I know. your ankle is not, especially like small. You obviously need every part of your body for hockey, and your feet are probably one of the most important body parts. Oh, of you course. Can't, you can't skate if you don't have ankles. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the whole point is breaking ankles out there. 
Yeah. Yeah, but he he impressed me a lot this season, actually. I knew, like, from when we signed him, Mm -hmm. I knew that from when we signed him that he was, like, going to be good. I was excited to see him play, but he actually really impressed me. Well, he's also, too, like, he's also a former, like, first-rounder, too. He just didn't do well in Buffalo. You know, I don't think he got the development Mm -hmm. that he needed, which I think this year really showed how good he is and the potential he has to be, which kind of probably affects his contract situation a lot more this year. You know who else? Trevor Moore really, really impressed me. Yeah. 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 His speed and how aggressive he was for his size, like, it is not easy to be able to keep people alive. Did you see his one hit on Chara? Like, and push them over when he hit Chara. That was ridiculous. That's, it's just crazy. He's like, what? He's like five foot ten. Yeah, he's, I think he's five ten and Chara is what, six six? It was crazy. I don't think Chara was expecting it. Oh, no one was expecting it. Did you see him? (laughs) Yeah. The way he fell was, I think I think overall like the Leafs played way more physical than they usually did and for the most part it was pretty clean too which was good. Yeah. They definitely outplayed the Bruins and they just got outcoached. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a I, little I think about that, but... I think it stings a little more this year because I feel like the series was winnable which yeah. is like oh, why Oh yeah, it for sure. Me. I I thought we I maybe this is a little biased obviously because I'm a Leaf mm-hmm. fan. But I, I mean, basically, in the first half of the series last year, they got absolutely walked. Yeah, like, yeah. I th- I think we were the better team. Like maybe we were. It's biased, but like I really thought we were the better team. We went up three two. I thought maybe this is the actual time we finally defeat mm-hmm. the evil that is the Bruins. <laughs> and of course, like we couldn't do it. You know, like a second year in a row for the third time, like in like. Do you so ever, many years. Do you ever think about what would have happened, though, if we advanced? Because, like, Boston is going to the conference finals, unfortunately. It makes me so sad. So does it, does it ever make you think that, like, if they were able to make it, that, like, that could have been us? Like, we could have been to the conference finals. I mean, yeah. seeing, like, Columbus's second round, I mean, obviously they definitely put up a fight, but it was so different from them in the first round. And they were yeah. coming off of that, mm-hmm. like, well-rested, yeah. too. I think like a four game sweep. I think the problem with the first round was that Tampa were expecting less and Columbus were already playing really hard to clinch a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. So they were yeah. they were going in like ready to, to yeah, they were going in ready to play. Playing, yeah, Columbus has been playing playoff hockey for like since February, you know. Yeah. And Tampa's been in the playoffs since February. So it's you know, you got two different teams that have a different mentality going in and t- Tampa definitely thought it was going to be a lot yeah. easier. I feel like this whole playoff series is really just odd, like not odd, like unexpected. Yeah. It's kind of interesting to see it like unfold, but I don't know. I don't think anyone could have predicted this. Everyone's brackets are in shambles. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Second Honestly, brackets. out of all the teams that I would have like, once the second round started, there would have been no problem with any team winning except for Boston. They would have been the only team I wouldn't like. I would have absolutely hated to see win. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the. I just I personally don't like the Blues, so the fact that they advanced made me <laughs> kind oh, of angry. Oh same, oh same. As a star, I fan, like their jerseys. I am very upset. Yeah, I like <laughs> their 
I mean, oh, I'm sorry about that. Speaking background. of playoffs, like, can we talk about the Marlies for a second and how they haven't lost? Yes, the game? I, I'm haven't so proud lost of the game. Game. The cup playoffs started. Like, that's just back to yeah, back, literally back to back. They could totally pull it off. They could totally pull it off. They they swept what last year too, like up until yeah, they, up yeah. until like the the finals, finals yeah. the finals yeah. in seven. Second and third round, or the third and fourth round, I believe. They swept. Oh yeah, yeah. Lehigh they, and they, Syracuse. Yeah, the first round they lost one, but that was it. And I then went, they went to, on a sweep. I went to a couple games last. And that was before they had series. Travis Dermott and Andre. I went to a couple games, and they're just. You can see that they're a talented AHL team. Like they're unbelievable. And I know a oh, lot of, a lot of people. A lot of people say that like farm teams don't matter. Like, it makes no difference. But it's it's good to have that security. Like you have players that you know mm-hmm. that you can probably rely on at least if something were to happen. I don't know. It just it makes you feel a little bit better about the whole situation. Yeah, the but Leafs, the, I mean yeah. that helps the Leafs too. You know, especially when they go into the cap situation um, that they do next year. And for a couple seasons, they have that development and they have that talent that is not going to be costly to them in the minors, you know. And there's a lot of good players that are going to come up to the Leafs and fill that lineup. Yeah. So it's a great it's a great thing to have a yeah. good AHL team. Exactly. A lot of people are wondering where um, the Leafs' defense is going to come from if we're losing Gardner and not being able to re-sign Hainsey. All this talk about getting a big right-hand defenseman when we literally have Sandine and Lilligren yeah. in the system. Mm-hmm. It's hard to think about, though, because, like, obviously we're not going to get some amazing defenseman without giving up some of our assets. So, like, mm-hmm. who would we be willing to give up? You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. yeah. like, it's not like we're just going to sign one. Like, I, I that would be awesome if we could pull it off, but I don't think that we have the cap space for that. No. We'd, ha- we'd yeah. have to trade probably multiple people and like who would we be willing to give up you know what I mean it's a it's a tough situation yeah Yeah. especially because like Sandine and Lilligren are so young like they are so 19 and Lilligren's 23 that's only two years older than me like that's crazy they're gonna be such stars for our team in just a few years yeah yeah so speaking of sweeping, <laughs> um, I think it's time we talk about another enemy of the league. <laughs> the, uh, New York Islanders <laughs> swept in the second round. The sweepers become the swept. Sweep. That was pretty incredible. I'm just going to say it right now. Oh, yeah. It was fun to watch. R.I.P. I love Barzell. Barzell. I feel bad for him. <laughs> I love him so much. I hate cheering against him. I think, um, I think, okay, when it comes to the Islanders, I actually don't mind the team itself. I think that they're pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Um, I just, me too. It's, it's just the, the, the relationship that the fans have with Leafs fans. It's just, oh, it bothers me so much. Mm-hmm. But I think that something with the Islanders was um, Pittsburgh, the F- Pittsburgh State and like how they were playing played into why the Islanders won and why they swept, and why they beat them so easily. Mm-hmm. So I think that, like, they were expecting less. Well, not less when they were going into the second round, but I don't know. Like, maybe because Carolina beat Washington, so they were thinking, oh, like, it's Carolina. You never know. Like, mentality matters a lot when it comes to this kind of stuff. Well, I think the thing is, too, is that everybody just keeps thinking that Carolina is some awful team. 
you know I know they're not they're good yeah so people keep going into these like series thinking oh it's okay it's just Carolina it's just Carolina exactly but then they beat Mm -hmm. the Caps in OT which is obviously they forced game seven they won and that's big against the against the defending champions the defending champions exactly and then you have the next round where everybody's like oh the islanders are just gonna sweep them or like it's gonna be in at least five games like carolina's only gonna win one and then carolina comes out and just sweeps them so it's like i think people just completely underestimate how good carolina is yeah Um, and it's it's crazy go ahead (laughs) that's been a big theme of these playoffs like as a whole i mean it's just teams being yeah. underestimated like we saw it with columbus we're seeing it with carolina we're seeing it with all the you're, wild cards you're so right everyone keeps like I, seriously i don't remember the last time that playoffs were like this unexpected like they're so odd like it's yeah. just so weird to see everything unfold like this i think too is that like and people not even think just that wild card instance are bad you know it i obviously yeah. it's crazy because all four wild cards made it in this like this year yeah at the same time they're not bad teams they just they're either playing in a division that is strong yeah that has a lot to do with it as well or they've just fallen they've had like they've been plagued by injury or something like that you know like these wildcard teams aren't bad they've obviously made the playoffs Yeah. yeah you know and i think that again like it i think that the wildcard teams kind of like what we talked about with um, Columbus earlier, is that they worked harder to get that spot. So they're kind of, like, ready going into the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're, like, they're they are working so hard to clinch that spot. And then when they finally do, they're, like, they go in there, guns a-blazing, like, ready to to play, like, to play their hardest. And I think that that's a big part of it, that the the – the teams that had already clinched from like way earlier in the season don't expect them to come out that strong. But playoff hockey is like completely different than regular season hockey. Yeah. When you carry that momentum in, it's really hard to get out of that mindset. Whereas teams that have already clinched are just. Yeah, exactly. I wonder then, um, I mean, just talking about wild cards, the game seven between the St. Louis Blues and the Dallas Stars, that, that oh, game, double that was OT. Painful. Oh, you think it was painful? Was it three shots? I'm a Stars fan, and I had to watch that <laughs> as a Stars fan. <laughs> like, one shot in the second period. One. Like That's a, unbelievable. How did... That's brutal. I don't get how that even... Ha- like, how did that happen? Was it... Ben, ben, Bishop. ben Bishop played amazing. Ben Bishop. Oh, yeah. That that really that really convinced me that he literally like one hundred percent. Oh yeah, he carried that team through that game. Like I don't think it should have made it to OT, especially double OT. Ben Bishop was lights out. I think that um, oh I I just I feel bad for him. He worked so hard, (laughs) and Mm -hmm. he carried them through that whole game. Their offense wasn't doing anything. Like I, I don't understand how they got yeah. to double OT. I I don't get it. Considering the first, I don't understand how they got. Yeah, the, the first, first period they were pretty dominant, and then, and then what happened? they came back for the second and just completely fell off. So the Blues like seem like a type of team that don't 
sit back when you tie the game because some teams I know I know the Leafs I've seen them once they're like in a comfortable spot they kind of sometimes tend to not really slack off but they get comfortable they don't like pressure as hard and I know a lot of teams are like that as well but the Blues I don't know they just when they when when the Stars came back and tied the game they just were on them they they would not let them get any shots on net Mm-hmm. Yeah, and honestly, like as much as I wanted the stars to win, it was kind of cool for Maroon to score the double OT. Yeah, <laughs> and especially like, being a St. Louis native as well. As much as it pained yeah. me, it, it was definitely <laughs> as much a cute as it moment. pained you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did not like seeing it, and I don't like seeing replays. But how many saves is, did uh, Bishop end up making? The last time I 52? checked, it was something ridiculous, like 50. So, like, 54. 51. I think it was 52 saves, and then he faced 54 shots. That's unbelievable. That's insane. Oh, my God. Yeah, he... I think he'll get recognized for that, though. I think after that performance, he's gonna... There, he, he should win the Vesna for sure. Like, no doubt in my mind. He should win the Smythe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should win the Count Smythe, even if they Bishop don't win the Cup. Ben Bishop, bring him out. And I mean, like when you look at the shot differential, Bennington only faced thirty shots. Not even that. I'm pretty sure it was like twenty-two. In a yeah, double yeah, overtime that's crazy. Game. Thirty shots. And they took they took it to double overtime. Like that's awkward. That's pretty impressive. Ben Bishop, yeah, yeah. Ben double Bishop. overtime. <laughs> I heard. I also heard that it was the first game seven that he's lost in his career. Yeah, it was. Yes. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I did hear that. That's I believe he played lights out too. Seven. That's unbelievable. And he hadn't. He hasn't allowed a goal in he previous game sevens. That was the <sighs> first goal he allowed in game seven. Okay, well, in all fairness, in a lot of those game sevens, they're playing the Red Wings. So. <laughs> <laughs> what are you expecting? So, um, World Championships. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Um. I'm excited to see. Um, oh yeah, Will, William Nylander playing for Team Sweden. John Tavares playing for Team Canada. These I'm fans are divided. Looking to go back, back, to back. Okay, well, even though I hate Patrick Kane, I'm gonna cheer for Team USA. I got I a team. To. I got a team. Nice. I got to cheer <laughs> for Team Canada, especially now because John's gonna be playing, and I gotta support him. John Tavares is a Maple Leaf. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know if I'm I – think, I think I'm cheering for Canada. I'm definitely not cheering for the USA because Patrick Kane is not my man. <laughs> um, so it's we either... just We pretend he doesn't exist. We just kind of ignore him. <laughs> yeah. No, every point he gets, that yeah, goal just doesn't, doesn't count. count. Shouldn't Patrick he even have been named captain, like, if we're being honest? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's brutal. Um, yep, and that's I don't know who makes those decisions, but their coach is the Red Wings coach. Oh, yeah, so where that. was Dylan Larkin? Like Dylan Larkin didn't his team? No offense, didn't even make playoffs. So like, why wasn't he considered for the captaincy? And like, why didn't he get it? I don't know. I have no idea, but he's still an alternate, so he's basically just going to be the captain. <laughs> he's a new hearts. captain. The now. captain, because the other one doesn't exist. Yeah. No, he doesn't. He's not a real person. So, I think. Well, I'm cheering for Canada, obviously, yes. <laughs> um, considering right I'm go. from here, and also for uh, Tavares. Um, but also, every time when it comes to world championships, I always cheer for Team Canada first, and then if they get eliminated or 
anything I always go for team Sweden so this works out perfectly for me (laughs) that I get to cheer for both John um, and William but I'm kind of hoping maybe we get to see another like Canada versus Sweden gold medal final although I would prefer if it didn't go to a shootout yeah, oh, I can hate... we talk about shootouts? I hate when shootouts are used to decide the outcome of a, a game. A gold medal? I know. Especially gold medal, how? Sorry, I just got flashbacks to two years ago when those pictures of Nylander and Marner at oh. the World Championship. Um... Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just so got good. flashbacks to, like, a few weeks ago when uh, Team USA women uh, over Finland, Women's Worlds, that was the definition of brutal. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one was yike. not not fun. That's really just, How do we feel I, about what's going on with that too in women's I mean, hockey? I know, like, just personally as a big women's hockey fan, I'm obviously like on the side of the players. Like, I want what's best of for course. them. Like, I mean, as a fan of like both yeah. the NWHL and the CWHL, like, I mean, I know a lot of people like kind of trying to force you to choose one league over the other. But I think when you're a fan of both of the leagues, you're not really a fan of the leagues themselves. You're a fan of the players. And as long as the players are fighting for something, fighting for equality, I think that's what I'm going to back. Yeah. And oh, yeah, for sure. Seeing people support them is always so good. Like, it's, I, I, just, I yeah. wish that more... I wish that more players in the NHL would stand behind them. But yeah, yeah. there was one that... former NHL yeah. player that supported them, and he doesn't even play in the NHL anymore. <laughs> It's so sad. And it, it it really sucks that this is the most attention that women's hockey has ever gotten and it's coming because they're in such like a rough place. Yeah. yeah. I think the thing is too is that like young boys get to watch their idols play on TV whenever they every feel single like it. night. Every single night. And when I grew up, I played hockey. Exactly. So the only time that I got to see my idols play was every four years at the Olympics. That's it. You know, and in order to, like, bring a league together that gets the support from both NHL fans and from women, like, women hockey fans, it's it's such a huge step for women's hockey. You know, like, people want to watch this game. We can, we obviously know that when it came to the Clarkson Cup final, like, how many viewers it had, or, like, people that, you know, started paying attention to, yeah, exactly, so... If the NHL just stepped up and helped, like, a little bit, you know? There's one of Actually, even, not yeah. a little bit, a lot, you know? And help create this yeah. league that is sustainable and helps these women, like, become, like, get the attention that they deserve, you know? It would be such a huge step for young girls when it comes to playing hockey. I agree with you completely. I, I just completely want, like, agree. a woman in charge of it somehow, like... Or a man that has experience yeah. with women's hockey. Because if it's Gary Bettman, I'm sorry, I, I cannot, I, like, support a league like that. It just like, no, obviously, it frustrates like, me. Obviously, if that's what comes to fruition and it's Gary Bettman in charge of a women's hockey league, like, I'm going to support the players. But, like, that is not my ideal scenario mm-hmm. in any capacity. I agree with you. I totally agree. And yeah. I think that a lot of people are – a lot of people are being – a lot of people are siding with the players and supporting them, but then a lot of others are saying things like no one even watches women's hockey. Like they think that it's not, which and, and, is not true at all. Was the Clarkson Cup final was what yeah. was it on TSN? And like the, they wouldn't even have like done that if there was no to watch interest. women's hockey. People want yeah. to watch it. So, but 
it's just so not yeah, promoted exactly. at all ever you know like sportsnet or tsn doesn't run it especially in canada they'll get an odd one for example the collection cup but when you don't give them that platform how are people supposed exactly. to watch it so the I argument think- the argument that no one wants to watch women's hockey so what's the point in helping that's such that's not valid at all like it's just no. flat out wrong exactly no one watches it because no exactly. one talks about it and they no don't one get promotes the exposure it. they deserve i think no. one thing we do have to acknowledge though is that like the social media managers for this year's um cwhl teams have been phenomenal like yes, i know I Lamina agree. personally yeah. and i know Alyssa personally both who are behind the inferno and the furies accounts respectively and they're both not only amazing women, but they're amazing at what they do, and they're not even compensated for it, like, at all. Mm-hmm. And they put pour their heart and soul into it, and I think, if you've seen the numbers behind, um, like, the account interactions that they've gotten over the past couple of months, it's been crazy. Like, they've, their interactions have skyrocketed. It's just amazing. It just sucks that, like you said before, it's getting, like, women's hockey is getting so much attention for such, like, a horrible reason, like, yeah. I hate that it had to come to this for people exactly. to finally pay attention and mm-hmm. listen to what the players have to say, at least even a little bit. Because even even some people, some people don't even care. They're just choosing to ignore it. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Like, if you don't want to watch women's hockey, then don't it, watch women's hockey. But there's people out there in the world that want to watch it. You know, that gold medal versus um, the Olympic gold medal versus USA um in Canada had like I think like half a million views or something or like the highest views of like an Olympic hockey game in a while I think it surpassed maybe like a million or something and And it was you know it was yeah it was was probably one of the best Olympic hockey games like all time it was at 3 a.m like overseas in exactly and people woke up to watch it exactly as a, like a female hockey player, seeing even though it did end in that shootout, which was kind of not an ideal situation, but as a female hockey player in the United States, seeing those women win that gold medal was something that I've never experienced, and it sucks that I had to wait until I was what was it, fifteen, fifteen years old, until I could actually watch that when little boys can at the age of five watch it their is favorite so players every single day. It's sad night. if you think about it. Like little girls are playing hockey and obviously like players in the NHL inspire everyone. Like it girls can girls watch the NHL because that's what's on. But we always want to see ourselves represented. You know what I mean? Like little girls who are playing hockey want to see women playing hockey. It 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 sparks something in you. You know what I mean? And it's like a cycle like mm-hmm. the more girls that watch hockey the more girls that will want to play and everything will grow exactly yeah. into all and girls hockey is also the fastest growing sport in america so all these yeah. people so, with the argument that people don't care about women's hockey that no one watches ridiculous. girls ho- women's hockey that's not well, I think true too, the, the thing that's a problem like what i've noticed over the years obviously when it comes to girls hockey because i played it I think the thing is, is that obviously, like Soph said, it's the fastest growing game in America. But in my perspective for Canada, I think it's kind of decreasing because in rural areas where I am, there's not a lot of teams to play. So when I played, there was probably a total of maybe six or seven teams that I could rotate 
you know, and play against. There was times where I had to move centers because there wasn't enough girls to play. So if you get a women's league and you allow young girls to watch these girls, like watch these women play, you'll, you'll inspire these girls to start playing hockey and then the game will start to grow in Canada. And obviously that's what's needed because women's hockey is decreasing in this country and it's getting way more and more expensive, which kind of, you know, gets rid of all these girls that want to play. So that's why I think, um, yeah, the price is, that's why I think the work that the grindstone foundation is doing is so incredible. Like they're funding women and girls to play hockey and that's amazing. even, um, bring hockey back. Hi, yeah. Bring hockey check, back. Please? Like the apparel brand, um, made a t-shirt that says defend women's hockey with all the proceeds going to the grindstone foundation. And I just think that's really cool. That's so good. I've never no, heard me anything either. like that, but that's incredible. Um, I can, we can link it like in one of the replies to the podcast. If you search us on Twitter, we'll post um, something in the replies. So you guys can check it out if you're interested. Sounds good. All right. Um, is there anything anyone else wants to talk about? Any big news that we should mention or i mean um, predictions for the conference finals who do you guys have i just don't want to end up with a bruins and blues stanley cup final oh god no that'd be like terrible <laughs> i just oh i really don't want that to happen and if the if the bruins end up winning it all it'll just this whole playoffs will be like a joke that would be my nightmare oh, bruins versus blues i think the bruins would definitely take it Oh, it's. I just don't want. I want Carolina to win. <laughs> I want the Sharks to make it. I want the Sharks to make it. I want the final to be Sharks Canes. Yeah, that's yeah. like the ideal. Yeah. I think. I would love for the Canes to win it. I think if the Canes won it, it would be good because it'd be like a complete underdog story, like yeah. coming true. Because last mm-hmm. year we had the Vegas Golden Knights. Everyone was kind of like, whoa, they came out of nowhere and they made it to the Stanley Cup finals. It's their first season as a franchise and they managed to do that it was like kind of like an underdog story as well but they didn't you know what I mean like they didn't win in mm-hmm. the end so everyone kind of but I think yeah and I think yeah. that happens every year like there's always a team that everyone ends up loving and then the next year they hate them because yeah. they're beating their team it's what happened yeah, with actually, the I, didn't, I didn't pay as much t- attention to the Knights this year yeah I wanted the Caps to win yeah I, I kind of <laughs> I don't know. I I actually didn't mind the Capitals before they won the cup last year, but after oh, they won, agreed. I yeah. don't know. I felt like I didn't like them as much. I was happy when they won. I was like, oh, cool. Like they deserve it. And then I don't know. The fans got kind of annoying. It's because they turned into Penguins fans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what happened. they just started. Yeah. They just started like commenting like like gifts of them, them like the cup. Fold- oh, yeah. That's so yeah. and they completely <laughs> became Penguins fans. It's funny because they said how much they hated them. them, Yeah, there are are a lot of good Caps fans. Um, I know I follow, if any of you guys follow Tony, he's pretty cool. Shout out to Tony. Mm -hmm. Probably not listening, but. Oh, um, is that Prune? Yeah. Did you see? Yeah, do you remember the when I, um, he used to make the videos after every penguin? I miss those. Those were great. Those those were the highlights. Yeah, it's just funny because. They, they, for a very long time. Caps fans would, like, complain about how much they hated Penguins fans and how aggravating it was. But then, like you said, they basically turned into them. Not all of them. 
some of them. Although, yeah. although I kind of give some. it to them because I think if the Leafs won the cup, I think I'd actually be awful. Like, you think oh, yeah. Leaf fans are <laughs> awful now? Like, we're getting so much worse if we ever win a cup. You know, oh, I know how gonna I'm going to be. So... I'm yeah, gonna be driving. Yeah, yummy yeah, leaf meet up sure. at the Stanley Cup four hour car ride. Yes, I think. I think we should meet up before that. Though it's pretty obvious oh, that the yeah, Leafs obviously. is hopefully. Well, yeah, we'll be really yeah. old. It'll be like a reunion <laughs> when they win the cup, and then we it's, can all hang out in Toronto because we'll all be like it's pretty obvious that the Leafs old. have a pretty promising future. So I don't think that it's too far off. You know what I mean? Like I think I that sure hope so. If yeah, Dubas has been doing a pretty good job so far. I actually like him a lot, and he's handled not only yeah. the team itself well, but he's handled situations with class, like what happened with Morgan Riley when they thought he mm-hmm. said the F slur. Morgan Riley, that was yeah. handled very well. He didn't. He yeah. didn't victimize yeah. Morgan. It was. I don't think. I don't think a single other general manager. Would no, have I don't think that's would have done. That. I think he is in the entire yeah. league. And it's None funny because when we hired him as a general manager. Everyone was like, he's so young. He's not going to do well. He's not this, he's not that. But I think that he's impressed so many people this season with his, from signing to Varys to making some really good trades. Like the Muslim trade was amazing. The Muslim it's trade was so underrated. <laughs> it was and then really good. Handling situations with so much class. I just, I, I really love him. He's amazing. Yeah. I think the only people that really don't like Dubis are the boomers. Yeah. Yeah. They think. Yeah. And Nylander yeah. haters. Which I think go hand in hand, to be I honest. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> yeah, think the boomers yeah, really, they really do. Nylander. But I, I think Dubis has handled so many good situations, obviously, from the Morgan Riley one to the tr- Jake Muzzin trade. I think he went a little off when it came to Nylander's contract situation. Yeah. He admitted yeah. fault to it. Yeah, but that's expected. In it the was his first too contract, I, and I think he he signed John Tavares before he even had a full year that's of impressive. being a general manager. I yeah. think that's no. not talked about enough. And I think that um, again, how like he's just he's made he's made the Leafs fran- as a franchise make it known to all the fans that it's an accepting franchise and it wants all the fans to feel safe and. I think he's made the environment overall more positive, but at the same time, how the Nylander contract was handled, I think that that's the reason why people still dislike Nylander, because they're holding a grudge and they refuse to see that he's actually a good player. I think it also, yeah, and a person. person. He's a person that deserves fair compensation. People don't realize that he he's passionate about the game, a lot more passionate than you usually see. Exactly. Yeah, and it's also kind of, I think it's ruined his confidence, because if you think about it, the media is after him. You got fans that, like, you thought liked Toronto you. fans do treat players not the best sometimes, and it no. aggravates you. Yeah. So, I would, un- I understand. It's just crazy, because exactly. they all yeah. loved him yeah. last it, year. It turned on him so quickly, it blows my mind. And But it happens, though, because they keep turning on players. Like, they turned on Matthews when he wouldn't take a team-friendly deal, and then they're turning on Marner now as contract talks come oh, up. Those, and, ugh, you know, me out. It's, it's so weird how quickly you are to turn on players that are franchised, you know? Especially or, like, without, any players, to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm, you know? Especially without knowing every side of the story. Everyone exactly. just assumes things and then, like, exactly. goes and opens their mouth on Twitter or wherever it is, and I hate, I absolutely hate when people will tag players 
and negative tweets about them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my like, God. Like, why are you... They, sometimes they check unreal. their notifications. They, yeah, they're I know firsthand stuff. players check their notifications. They're gonna... <laughs> they're gonna see that people are saying things about them, whether it's through the media or whether they're checking their notifications. And, like, the fact that they want to put players in that position and is no just player deserves sad. That. Because at the end of the day, they're a leaf. Not exactly. even Jake DeGrasse yeah. deserves Facts. that. Yeah, that was a little insane. <laughs> threatening his him and yeah. his family i think you his family that's obviously ridiculous like, how can you let a yeah, game like, make you that mad? i was mad but like you know keep it off the internet yeah say it in your living room my first thought wasn't yeah, to harass someone not on the internet where people can see it and even if you want you know? to like blurt yeah. out your thoughts don't tag the players no like that's ridiculous what are you, what satisfaction do exactly you if they if they see it they're not going to interact with it because why would they do that unless they're like exactly. Brad Marchand Brad Marchand um, Brad Marchand <laughs> oh, oh my god should we talk about him and the media oh yeah I think so he is such a little I it's uh, I just it's so hard because like there's two sides of it because like one side. It's like sometimes the media can be awful. I, I agree. get it. Yeah, they, I agree with you. Uh, that was a funny question. Yeah, funny I don't think you should have gone that mad. And if and if he didn't want to be, and if he didn't want to talk about it, then exactly. don't do things like that. Yeah. Like, why are you stepping on That's... people's sticks at face-offs? How and old are you? It's just even if he was upset because of what the media, the the questions that he was getting asked at the beginning, why did he drag it out until the end of the game after they won? Yeah, and exactly, exactly. you should be. He could have declined. Just like, he wants that attention. made me think of David Pasternak. Here's that. That makes me think of David ordered. Pasternak after the conference final. Or the Justin Bieber oh. thing. Yeah, the Justin Bieber <laughs> tweets. Like, oh my god! What? He like just won a game. He's like gets the locker room. He's like, hold up, guys, you are not gonna believe what I just thought of. And like they're all crowded around his phone, and he's like typing out a tweet to Justin Bieber. How the Bieber. didn't win. Haha, <laughs> 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 stupid, <laughs> stupid. I'm not gonna let you get the chance. I actually don't hate Pasternak. I think he's a good player. He seems like oh, I do. a decent person. I tweeted something mean about Garrett Sparks once, so <laughs> <laughs> I hate him. I love his Dunkin' Donuts commercial. I'm a big fan. Of the I do like that commercial. I'm a big Duncan fan, so just I just can't. I mean, not you're like a female commercial. hockey player. What else are you going to be a fan of? Starbucks. <laughs> um, Tim oh, Hortons. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Tim Hortons iced coffee, but their their coffee. No, it's bad. bad. Yeah, their iced coffee is oh, bad. Are you yeah. kidding well, me? It's like iffy here. Sometimes yeah, it's really it's really good, and it's just yeah. You know, when you get unreal. a good when you get a good brew when you get and a good then brew. I've had, <laughs> Yeah, Canadian. Extra I've had some that you just like. I want to throw up at, and you're like, I when can't believe I bitter. spent two dollars on this. Yeah. <laughs> oh my my iced cap my iced cap debacle in Canada. <laughs> Ate nothing but an iced cap for dinner, and the next day was not fun. <laughs> yeah, because ice caps aren't like a meal, Anne. <laughs> yeah, well, I was I was young and naive. Meal seventeen, and now I'm seventeen and a half, and I know better. Okay, <laughs> you've grown as a person. I get I it. I have. Yeah, character yes. development. We love to see it. But how did we get from, from talking to David Pasternak to talking about Taurus in like a minute? <laughs> it's it's the blonde in us. It just like yeah. you know our big dumb blonde yeah. energy. Yeah, 
Big dumb blonde brain cell is just jumping from each from each person. Yeah. yeah. It's like iced coffee, iced coffee, iced coffee. <laughs> now Should we off. talk about the bab um, situation? Mm, oh yeah, yeah. Let's gotta love it. Yes, unpopular opinion. I don't. I don't think you should be. Fired. I don't think just yet. But he not really, right now. Oh, he really annoyed like, me. I think he needs to be less stubborn. Yeah, and more yeah, open. That's definitely what it is. To. And I definitely think Dubas talked to him about that too, because there's no way you can gum like you can certain you can certify that he's going to be your coach next year without making sure he knows that he cannot do everything the way he did it last year. Because obviously, I think that part of it part I think that part work. of it is because he knows that, but he doesn't want to accept it. Maybe he like is so stuck to his yeah. ways that he just doesn't want to accept that he needs to try something different. He's just. 2008 <laughs> was a long time ago. Yeah, but he he's unbelievably stubborn, and I've heard it from, so if you can confirm, from Wings fans as well, that he yes, I can. favors veterans a lot as well. Mm-hmm. When will I escape? Luke Glenn Denning, if, you guys, if the Leafs want him, <laughs> he's available. We don't want him he... anymore. Or Nicholas Cronwall, right-handed defenseman. Oh. We well. want good right-handed defensemen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he's old leave him alone well, Babs he, he has, like, favors the veterans left. apparently so. Babs will love him new Ron Hainsey <laughs> question mark you know what Ron Hainsey wasn't that bad in the playoffs this year which was he very wasn't. he really wasn't he, I feel like he played better than he did in the regular I feel like he started off the season pretty rough yeah he got a little and better you know, at the end yeah maybe he was just saving all he his just, skill he was for... saving it I hate his skates there's nothing more really? than I hate than his skates. Why do they look like that? Literally, Wait, I just look? don't I understand. I hate it the way his feet look. His The tongue of his skate is, like, completely flat to the boot. Like, it's just so <laughs> open. I can't even describe it. It makes me so uncomfortable. I can't watch him skate. Yeah, but he... So he surprises me sometimes. Sometimes he'll come to nowhere and do something really smart. And then others are just like, oh, Ron, <laughs> what are you doing? I don't doubt that he's a smart player. I just think that as he's gotten older, he just can't. I feel like we saw that in Marlowe as well. Yeah. It made me sad. (laughs) Yeah, which is really sad because last year he had really good playoffs. I was excited. I was like, okay, playoff Patty's going to come out. We're excited. I think think that's what Babcock thought too, you know? That's why he kept playing. But But by game seven. By, I think at least by game two or three, when you realize that he's just not got it, it was pretty obvious. You have to start making changes. Yeah, you gotta yeah. switch your. Put Nylander oh, with yeah. Matthews, please. For like, the love give of God. Nylander something because he the two on his line cannot finish a fucking play. Do you guys think it, their that, life depended on it? Do you guys it think that brutal. Brown is going to be traded? I hope so. I think if you want to keep Kapanen and Yasin, yeah. you have to. He's got a cap hit of two point one million. You can have that on the fourth line. Yep. Yeah, I yeah. agree with you. And what about the Zaitsev yeah. contract? It needs to be dumped. And we please train him. Needs to be Dump it like Zaitsev. Edmonton Oilers. Call Ken yeah. Holland. Honestly, Kyle Dubas will be a god if he can dump Zaitsev's contract. Oh. Because 4.5 million <laughs> Call for Ken like, Holland. what, five more years? Ken Holland loves overpaid players. Oh. Connor Brown for Connor McDavid, one for one. <laughs> yes. yes. The Oilers would do it. Connor. The Oilers if, would if do it. If anyone will, it's Kenny. If both him Connor, so it would work out. They really would. Mm-hmm. It's like, it yeah. cancels out. It's really They're basically the same person. They're basically. Really but does. I think that isn't. 
I mean, like maybe maybe we, they should also include uh, what's his name, Ryan Newton. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like Connor Brown is just so valuable yeah. these days. I think Connor Brown I mean, just McDavid won't it be was enough. unreal this season. You know, with his what five goals? I don't even think he got that. Twelve goals, half empty netters. <laughs> yeah, that was that kind yeah, twenty is goals. My favorite fifty percent. One of my favorite net. statistic is one time in the regular season, Sportsnet came up with like a statistic while play was on. It was like the Leafs are seven one and zero when Zach Hyman scores. I'm like, he scores the empty nets. <laughs> <laughs> They're empty nets. That's why. Like, I love that statistic, and I tell everyone. And it's like nothing against Zach, but like, it's an amazing statistic Zach. because obviously they're gonna win seven. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's an empty net. <laughs> empty netters. Oh, I just his... love it. it. It angered me that he was playing with a torn ACL. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't believe that. That's not acceptable. I don't care who you are. Like, that actually he, and he very it, He got, like, a lot of minutes, too. Yeah. Was he... Him with a torn ACL, was that really better than Nick Satania? <sighs> I don't think I no. don't think so. And it, it it's... It it just it I bothers just me it. that he just played through it and Babcock didn't see a problem with it. He played him, he gave him lots of minutes, mm-hmm. and then he was not giving his star forwards as many. That just yeah. <sighs> and for how supposedly good the Leafs um, training staff is, I cannot believe That's, that they would play it, like it just, that. I I keep thinking about it, and I can't find a reasonable explanation as to why they would let him play with a torn especially. ACL. Especially because they kept him out of practice, too. You know? They kept that's calling un- it a maintenance, yeah. day, maintenance day. As if that's yeah. going to help. And then let him play 18, 19, 20 minutes a game. And it's like, they're very, very lucky that it did not get worse and, like, cause him, like, you know, his Irreparable career. There were people. Yeah. yeah. And what was he What was he going to do if the Leafs would have made it farther than the first round? Exactly. Continue to that's play for another two yeah. months on that. What would they have done? Injury? That's insane to me at what point does your health trump mm-hmm. a game yeah a literal game that at the end of the day means absolutely mm-hmm. nothing people some people's arguments and he's he's so young how yeah. old is he 25 mm-hmm. 26 like that. that may seem like he's starting to get older but he's not even i'm just yet. glad the surgery and everything went well and he seems yeah. to be in recovery yeah. and doing pretty good but some people's arguments that i've heard are oh it was like a torn acl it can't really get any more damage than that so you can just play with it anyways and like that yeah. i know and just the, like that mentality is what's wrong people put winning a game in front of player safety tough hockey guy just irritating yeah. that's all that matters yeah. being a player that, safety uh, yeah <laughs> if we want to do we want to talk about McAvoy's, McAvoy's McAvoy hit? Hit? yeah why not yeah I am glad that there was a spe- oh, yeah. suspension. I think it probably should have been more. But How I, many games I don't know. was it? One. It was one. It should have been more. It was it one. It should have been two. At I least saw a two. really funny tweet, and it said, uh, the tweet said they should have suspended him for the rest of the series. It's funny because, not to pull this one again, not to pull this one again, but if that were, say, Kadri, for example, we all know that. He'd be suspended for, like, the remainder of next season. That'd be 10. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like... It's like I think my or, favorite no is seeing all those tweets where it was like, um, they would show the like video of McAvoy's hit and be like, um, this just in, Nazem Kadri suspended for the rest of the season for McAvoy's hit. <laughs> those, <laughs> are <Yeah. best. laughs> those are the greatest. You know? I think that it's... um, we're all aware 
that the Bruins are a pretty dirty team, but it just blows my mind how they don't get in trouble for it, like, ever. It's very rare that they get in trouble for it. I don't understand. The John or when Zidane Charo just absolutely was mauling John Tavares, punching him in the face several times. The hit on Muzzin when his head went, like, right off the glass. Like, why are you oh, off the ground? Yeah. You're six foot I one. Was... He's like six foot seven yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. My friend was watching the game with me. She doesn't even play hockey. And she was like, I feel like that is not yeah. If you're the allowed. tallest player in the league, you why do not your need to leave your feet why are you jumping? to make a hit. Like, you're already tall enough to make the hit. Why are you leaving your feet in order to complete I... it? Maybe he was insecure because <laughs> Trevor Moore hit him. He felt like he was jump. And I understand that, like... <laughs> Okay, like if you're a Bruins fan, like whatever team you want, it's fine. But you can't just outright ignore that stuff. Like your team is dirty. Like they're a dirty team. When when uh, someone on our team does something wrong, support them. I'm not gonna like condone their actions. Justify what yeah. they did. Yeah, Nazem like, Kadri <laughs> should have done that. No. He still love him, but he should, he should not have. Better. He honestly should have just dropped the gloves, just fight him, get the five minute fighting, and then continue on the game. You, I know, Naz gets very he angry does. during games. We that, obviously honestly. know that. Mm-hmm. He, he he definitely, definitely needs to does. work on it because last last year in that series and him getting suspended, that was a really big wake up call. It should have not have happened again. The wake up call for him. That should have been it. It shouldn't have gotten to this season too because. I'm not saying it cost them the series because I thought the Leafs were still pretty mm-hmm. dominant without him, but it would have been yeah, so much better it, if they impact. had. It also him. worries it worries me about his the depth like, role as a Leaf, like what's going to happen. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't think you can trade him. I think that the contract and the value that they have him at, I think that trading him would just. I don't know how they can replace that cap hit and the level. I just of yeah. And he's on a team-friendly yeah. contract too. A great contract. Yeah. It's four point five. Yeah. There's no and way I feel they can like, trade that I feel away. like when it happened again for the second year in a row, it was it was not even like anger. It was kind of like I just I felt I felt personally I felt deflated. Kind of I was like oh my god like this again. I was just disappointed. Yeah, you know just, what I mean? Because like, really it not only got me worried mm-hmm. about the series, it again got me worried about what is going to happen to Kadri, like... Like, about his future. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just dangerous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just no room yeah, for that. Yeah, he, he can't do no, that again. Because he, he could have seriously... He could have seriously... He could have. And, you know, I don't yeah. like the Bruins. And but... even though that hit was bad, um, you don't hit someone right into the gl- the, the curved no. glass. It's really dangerous, especially someone like Patrick Marlowe, but that does not warrant you trying to yeah. take someone's yeah. head off. That's he should have just waited. Not allowed. He should have waited until the breast turned around dropped the gloves and then we wouldn't have had to deal with a suspension you know just yeah. fight them you or, know just fight them yeah score a goal yeah score a goal there's other Maybe ways, win there's the other game. ways yeah. to quote unquote get, get back at them you know what get I mean? back like, at them it, just getting getting a suspension just didn't what what did that do at the end i'm sure he regretted it, it. and it's just it hurts because he does it out of passion and he does it out of anger because he, I love that he's so passionate about the game and I love that he's probably mm-hmm. one of the most passionate players on the team, but he can't channel it like that. It's it's not healthy for him yeah. as a player. It's not healthy for the other players that could possibly get hurt. It's not healthy for the team. It's 
it does no good mm-hmm. at all whatsoever. Yeah, I definitely think the series would have went a whole different way. Because if you think about a game two, Nas set up Nylander for that beautiful breakaway to yeah. score. You know, I think and losing Nas when he comes out, then that means you put Nylander at center. Then you have Marlowe and Connor Brown on his wow. line, which produces nothing. Nothing. He loses that, you know, he loses that skill with him. No offense to Marlowe and <laughs> yeah. Brown, but they can't finish a play. So in Kadri and Nylander just were clicking so well. Exactly, and they were such a great defensive line too. Like not just offense, like offense, but like defensively, they were such a good shutdown line. And then Naz comes out of the lineup, and it kind of just messes everything up. But I just, I really think the series would have gone a whole different way. I can't remember if if that didn't happen. I can't. I can't remember who said it on Twitter. I think it was Mariana. I don't remember her Twitter username, but she said that um, the Leafs and the Bruins are becoming the new Washington Capitals versus the Pittsburgh Penguins. And I kind of sat there for a second oh, like, oh, no. I, I don't want that. It's like the same. I don't want that either. It's the same My result favorite team. each season. And it's starting to. It, it's funny because if you think about I think it was it wasn't last. So it wasn't the playoffs that just passed. It wasn't the one before that. I think it was two years ago where we played the Capitals and that was a fun series mm-hmm. that it was, was a, a fun, really fun series. series it was fair I love that it's series just, yeah that was the series that made me fall in love you know with what I felt I, I felt I felt in love with them when Austin signed but that that playoff series really hooked me onto the team like even more than I already was that was it was just such fun hockey. and it always most of the games went to OT, too. Like, everybody believed that the yeah. Capitals were just going to, like, steamroll us. Yeah. Four games. Yeah. And then every game went to OT, and you were like, I don't know what's going to happen. They had a series yeah. lead. It was, yeah, it was a fun series. And then they lost I'm just... all the rest of them, but. Yeah, that's, that doesn't <laughs> I'm just tired of playing. I'm just tired of playing the, best the of three and having the same things happen every single year. I hate them. Because it's like, oof. It's the same thing happening every single year with, like, a different team. So what do we mm-hmm. do to fix that? I Eventually, we will defeat we will. the evil, okay? <laughs> the evil will be defeated soon. It's going to happen. I, so, think that, I think that yeah. we're a better team than them I, overall. Yeah. They're, I hate them so much. <laughs> and honestly, you know what I've, I've started to realize is that the Boston Bruins should not be in the Atlantic Division they should be in the Metropolitan, and the Columbus Blue Jackets should be in the Atlantic. It makes so much more sense that That's way. A good take. I haven't thought about that, yeah. actually. Yeah, me neither. Because Boston is closer to New York, Pittsburgh, and all of those places over there, and Columbus is closer to, like, Detroit and Ottawa and Toronto. That's actually... Wow. I never, I never actually sat down and thought about that. Petition. Petition, petition it right now. Could they petition even do it. that? Would they do that? They wouldn't do that, though. Hold on. I'm going to email Gary Batman. Hello, Gary? Yes, we have our Yeah, request. they can move. I um, mean, I have they Gary could Batman's technically email. So. <laughs> when was... Get on it, Anne. No, you, got... you guys think... <laughs> no, I know you do. I know you do. You need to email him right now. <laughs> I mean, they can do Hi, Gary. divisional... They re- can, like, but, like, would they? Reassignment. They, they're they doing allocation. Arizona. Would they care enough? They kind of don't care if they're... Yeah. <laughs> their companies like all messed up but yeah, yeah the divisions are kind of weird like the well because that's what happened in the ahl though because cleveland moved over to the north oh wait this season 
So why isn't Columbus moving over to the Atlantic? You know? That's actually yeah. A smart idea. <laughs> now it has to you know happen. What happened in the AHL, <laughs> I don't want it to so. happen. <laughs> I'm just like um personally I've noticed that like well when my when my parents were growing up it was always like Leafs versus Habs. Like that was the biggest rivalry. And it's like one of the oldest rivalries. Mm-hmm. And it's still so great. It's such a it's such a good rivalry in hockey. It's so fun. But I feel like the Bruins are even more hated now because of our constant losing to them in the playoffs, especially after what happened in 2013, yeah. which we shouldn't get yeah. too into it. But I don't want to talk about it. It makes me sad. But yeah, I feel like the um, Bruins are more I think... of a rival team against us. Yeah, I think I think the Habs yeah, rivalry is fun like playing the halves is it is fun, fun you know but it's when we play the bruins the entire time i'm just anxious and stressed and the entire Even time i can't have regular yeah. season games yeah. i can't watch yeah. i want to puke like a, the entire time yeah, i don't I have, like have a two fun. goal lead and i'll still be like nervous we can have a two goal lead in the third period and i'll still be ner- because i know it's what it's going to be the playoff match i'm nothing <laughs> and i'd still be like oh god this is it <laughs> like, we're done and it's not and it's how not are we ever going to protect the Leafs? it's just like the Boston, the Boston, <laughs> the Boston, the, bo- the Boston. Boston is a really good team, especially first of all when they play with a lead. I don't know if you guys have noticed that, but when they're yeah. in the lead, it is almost impossible to score on them and to get shots on net. Like they are ruthless. It's unbelievable. So when they're so good defensively, they when are because they force it to the right side. Yeah. The Leafs can't yeah. do anything yeah. on the right and side. And I think that that's one of the big things with them. And also they. Well, I kind of wasn't as much this season as last season, but they really show up in the third period. I don't think this series, as this past series as much, but I remember last series, last year, it was always the third period that messed us up. Even like during the regular season, they come back the third period. I don't know yeah. what it is with them, but that's something that I've noticed. That's when we leave that's it when... up. That's when we leave <laughs> that's it up. That's we why up. we're a verb, you know? Like... It's why we're known, like, it's what we're known for. It's, like, third periods, like, yeah. that last five minutes. It's, like, I don't know what's going to happen. We have a six-goal you lead, never but you never know. know. <laughs> but it's definitely gotten better this season. You know, we're a lot yeah, better. Yeah, they, they had a really great record yeah. when leading after two. Oh, yeah. It was, like, I think they had, I think their record was only, like, one I loss think, or something. Or they, it was an overtime loss, yeah. I think, to Vancouver. If they were leading after two. I remember I think that, I think that the Leafs yeah. season started off we all like got our hopes well not i don't know we all got really excited because we signed Tavares. our team was looking really good um we were playing really really well at the beginning of the season and then the last like two weeks were really frustrating i feel like this season was supposed to be the most fun for us but it ended up being one of the most stressful it was not fun for me. Like I, it, I, I was, I was upset. Like at that, there were certain though. times where I had to take breaks from watching because yeah. it was, it was so like, negative. and not even just like the games themselves, but what what was happening was like the players and things like that. Off ice with, of course, Nylander, and then after that was finished, immediately going to Matthews and Marner and their contracts, and they can't keep Jake Gardner. They can't keep this person. This one's gonna. Get it's stressful as a fan. Gonna, I don't know. Do a backflip. I don't know. <laughs> like. Well, especially too, because you have just, Toronto media oh, that's Toronto like media constant. Awful. Exactly. You know, like Toronto media is so 24/7. it's so prevalent. Like when it comes to this team, that it you never stop. Like people are 
other fans of other teams are always like, you only talk about the Leafs, you only talk about the Leafs. And it's we don't want like, that. We don't want you to. <laughs> we don't want them to. <laughs> like, stop. Yeah. Leave us alone. You know, we don't care I noticed... what Mitch Marner's dad said. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> and I noticed as a Red Wings fan, um, on their YouTube channel, they have a post-game video, and it's probably one video, and it's five minutes long, and they have all of the players talking just in that one video, and they don't even always post videos. But in Toronto, before every game, before every practice, after every practice, after every game, they have six, seven separate three-minute interviews, and it's just like how – it's just crazy to me how – Yeah. And they ask the same they questions just, like, every time. It's into every player. It's just crazy to me how, like, big yeah. the market is there. All right. Well, I think we've been – I mean, yeah, good pod, guys. <laughs> All right, so I think we thank you everyone for tuning in. We'll probably when will yes. our next episode be? Next week? Next probably? week, I imagine. I don't know who's going to be on it yet. Yet, but we'll see. Yeah. All but right, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Bye. 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 Thanks, everyone. <laughs>